0: Hey there. Welcome to our Women Are Here podcast. I'm Alana Mallon.
1: And I'm Sambul Siddiqui, and we are Cambridge's two new city counselors.
0: So welcome back, everybody. Uh, We missed everyone last week. The council didn't meet, so we decided to take a break since most of you already, you know, we went on vacation last week. And so for those of you who posted your sun and fun adventures on social media, your pictures gave me life last week. It was like, maybe someday I will actually be on the beach again, enjoying warm weather.
1: Yeah, it felt really quiet, so I'm glad uh, we're back this week with all of you. And before we get to the city council stuff, we have to talk about some fun things. Uh, Black Panther. Uh, Mm -hmm. We both saw it uh, and loved it. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. What did you think?
0: I loved it. And I, you know, so I have a 13-year-old son, and I brought a bunch of his friends to see it, and they all loved it. It was really exciting to hear them all talk about it on the way home and the things that they liked about it. And for me, I had a different reaction to it because it was this movie with just african-american actors except for that one guy right so and it was incredible to me that to have this movie out there and what that must feel like for some people but then i was thinking it's 2018 like how is this how is just this still a thing that's so rare
1: it's so rare it's wrong uh and so i really hope that this movie will uh be uh, you know a moment where we can bring more people of color to the screen. I My friend's boyfriend has a role in the movie.
0: Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Know, Do you I, know him?
1: I wish I could say that. I don't really know <laughs> him. Uh, you can say it. I Who know, knows? right? I know him. Yeah, Winston. <laughs> He's uh, He was McBaku. He was uh, that vegetarian fighting good guy.
0: Oh, like the guy at the end with that weird chair? Yes. And oh, he was hot.
1: He was very, very... Mm. It, this is his first film. So now that this movie is becoming the highest grossing February release and uh, probably the highest grossing film... Marvel film ever. Oh, for sure. Um, this is going to open doors for him, so I'm excited for this guy who I don't know Who oh, you all. don't know. And it's my friend, I mean, kind of Facebook friend.
0: <laughs> you don't know him at all. No, not you at all. You don't even know her.
1: I know her a little bit.
0: <laughs> well, can I also just say, like, dear movie companies, can you please greenlight more films that have, like, a badass female fighting army that just do everything?
1: That was the best part.
0: I loved them. I want more movies just about them.
1: I really, you know, I just... M- women... Fighting men. Amazing.
0: And, w- and winning.
1: Oh, it's, it's amazing. amazing.
0: So um, also, you know, yesterday we were talking about Puritan oh, yeah. and Company. So Puritan and Company has this ghost restaurant that does delivery only out of Inman Square. And they will deliver to your house this fried chicken sandwich. So we were talking about this yesterday and I could not stop thinking about fried chicken all day. So my husband and I ended up going to Highland Fried last night. Um, which was the first time I've ever been there. Have you been?
1: I I went like a few, I think a few months ago. I loved it. I,
0: I don't think I've ever had fried chicken that, that was that tasty. It was so, like, I have to say I was enjoying it so much. I just I like blacked out. And then all of a sudden, all the food was gone. And I, don't, I don't know what happened.
1: It was. <laughs> <laughs> I love when that happens.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then I, I ordered... Um, a beer which was stupid because apparently everyone around me started getting these like delicious looking rum drinks. So they have
1: these like tr- it's a tropical theme so they have all these tropical drinks. Like I said I blacked out. I don't know right, if you heard me. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah I think I'm, it's a sister restaurant. Right. From, oh from Highland Kitchen. Yeah. In Which is yeah, another in one of
0: my faves. Um, you know the bartender there used to be the one at the Green Street. Oh yeah. Joe McGurk and um, so it's so nice to actually have their sister Restaurant here in Inman Square, and so much closer. I mean, not that you know Highland Avenue and Somerville is that far, but I feel like I don't leave Cambridge anymore. Do you? I really
1: don't. I really <laughs> don't. What is Somerville? Yeah, help us everyone. So, uh, you know, as much as now I want fried chicken, we should Again, get back right. to some city council stuff. Uh, we are still having orientation meetings with all the different department heads to find out what's going on in each department. So, this past week on Tuesday uh, morning at nine, after we left Chambers the night before at almost midnight. Mm-hmm. We had a nine a.m. orientation. There was coffee
0: though. Yeah, there and, was a
1: lot of coffee and pastries, mm-hmm. so that was really nice of everyone. So <laughs> we learned uh, a lot more about the Historical Commission, uh, the Personnel Department, uh, the Equity Inclusion. That
0: was a really exciting presentation. I have to say that Betsy over there was she really she was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, we talked a lot about the why this work is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I all brought up the issue of microaggressions.
0: Yeah, the training that you attended—that sounded really topical and something that we should definitely do here. In yeah,
1: I'd love to do a, you know, event at City Hall on microaggressions. For those of uh, our listeners who don't know what a microaggression is, it's this you know unintentional and sometimes intentional um, thing that you can do uh, and not know what's happening. So. Uh, it could be derogatory it could be offensive and you know an example is if uh, I was coming off the elevator and someone asks me hey do you work here or right. you work here right just yeah you work an here assumption. right exactly just making an assumption and so we there's a lot of microaggressions that all of us deal with every day yeah. based on who what we look like our, our sex so it's really an important discussion to to think about so that's I'm excited to work with Betsy
0: yeah and I think you know if you think about the black student union at CRLS this is something that they're really talking about a lot and you know I feel like right now is a real moment where we should be letting some of our teenagers lead in some of these discussions because they're doing a really good job and so we should be not just talking about microaggressions at the high school level but also you know at the city at the city level too so I was glad that you brought that up I hope they do bring a training to city hall that we can Really yeah, participate Yeah, I think
1: it'll be great. We also heard from the Human Rights, uh, you know, Commission and uh, Inspectional Services, the Licensing Commission. Now we know
0: who to call when there's rats. Like exactly, a rat we have Inspectional
1: Services. We have all the people on speed dial. <laughs> Thank goodness. Right, we heard from the library. You know, it's just it was a really great orientation because you get to find out. Uh, about all of the things our city is doing, and uh, particularly around really relevant issues like immigrant rights. We know what's happening on the national level. There's such an attack. Uh, you know, I think every day you hear something. And so, uh, you know, our, there's also the Immigration Commission that uh, was uh, revitalized uh, in 2017, and they're doing amazing work. They have immigrant immigration legal screenings on the third Wednesday of each month at uh, Cambridge and Somerville Legal Services at 93rd uh, Street. And they're usually from 515 to 715. And they're also going to be having a Know Your Rights workshop at the Islamic Center of Boston, which is on Prospect Street. There's an Islamic Center of Boston in Boston. Uh, this is their affiliate on Prospect Street in Cambridge. And it's going to be Tuesday, March 13th from 530 to 730. There's going to be childcare and light dinner. Uh, it's It'll be a great event. So, those yeah, of you should check it out.
0: I was really ex- excited to hear how quickly the city of Cambridge moved after the right. election to really put some of these these workshops and information in place just to make sure that the city of Cambridge was taking care of their residents because they knew that this was going to be such a top of mind thing for so many of our residents.
1: Yeah, and I think it still is every day. And Every so day. Our city is really, I think, a true leader in this work. And these workshops and these legal screenings, I know that is not only for Cambridge residents but there's people from around the state coming
0: right. right and they're very well attended they were saying um you know even more so than the ones that are being held in Boston so kudos to the classic team um for putting those together and to our human rights commission for putting this work at the forefront um but I also want to do a big shout out to the Islamic Center um, of Boston on Prospect Street because they have been such a great community partner and for them to be putting on this workshop is awesome. I've been to several of their events and they've been working so hard in the community Um, and I know we have an upcoming event with them that I'm, we're going to be excited to be sharing a little bit more about uh, in the near future. But I, can I just tell you my favorite story about the Islamic Center? So last year, there was a neighbor of theirs that was throwing a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah, I'm not sure which. And um, they had approached the ISB to use their parking lot as overflow parking for their guests. So the Islamic Center of Boston says yes. And then when the guests arrived, tied to each parking spot was this Mylar balloon that said congrats with a note that said, you know, welcome so-and-so's guests, please take the balloon, they're for you. And to me, that just says community. That just says they love being here. They want to welcome folks in and just be really a big part of the community. So uh, I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, they're great. It's When I do have time to practice, I will go to um, that mosque for, for prayers. And they uh, they uh, usually every year we'll have like an open house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a great event. Did you go last year? I didn't go to
0: the open house. I have been to Friday Prayer a few times um, and found the experience really incredible. One of the things that I was thinking both times that I was praying was, and it was during a time where there was a lot of attacks on mosques, so so sort of right after the 2016 election, and that it must be so difficult. As as a person that, you know, grew up, you know, sort of in the Catholic faith, like, I've never worried about going to church, that something might happen there, you know, that somebody might try to hurt myself and my congregation, and it, to me it was, it was a hard thing to think about while you're really praying and and feeling, you know, one with people that are around you.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's so important that this community exists right in Cambridge for, uh, you know, people from all over not only just Cambridge to come and worship and feel safe. Mm-hmm. So, um thank shout out to ISB. Speaking of uh, some awesome stuff the city's doing this Saturday, the Cambridge Health Alliance staff will be providing free women's health screening for uninsured or underinsured women from ages 21 to 65. And that will be happening... All day Saturday from 9 to 4 p.m. at the CHA Cambridge Hospital on 1493 Cambridge Street. So they're calling it a C test, and treat. How amazing is that?
0: It's it's amazing. And I wonder if it's in conjunction because next month is Women's History Month. Oh, yeah. It's March already. Crazy. Tomorrow is going to be March, uh, which is also, that's really bananas. But um, I'm grateful to the Health Alliance for really putting this together. I think it's so important.
1: Yeah and I'm I, I hope um we do I, I think they're they've been such a leader especially the CHA Com- Cambridge Hospital with helping our community so uh you know get the word out
0: get the word out all of you listeners all four or five of you <laughs> <laughs> Please share that on social media because it's important that people know about that. Speaking of other things that are the city is doing, we've got a curbside composting program that starts April 1st, which means that um, any residents or residential building less than – I think it's 10 units. Is it 10?
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, under 10 units, yeah.
0: So you'll start getting um, – your food scraps picked up right when you get your trash picked up, which is incredible. They had done a pilot in um, North Cambridge last year just to see how the program would work, and they're rolling it out citywide on April 1st. And if you are excited about that, as excited as we are, we no longer have to do backyard composting, which is, to me, really exciting. Um, But there is going to be an information session at the Tobin School on uh, March 20th, which starts at 6 p.m., and the Tobin School is uh, on Vassal Lane.
1: Yeah, and the city is going to be dropping off containers to residents starting, you know, really soon. And if you have questions, you can check out the DPW, that's Department of Public Works website, or their Twitter, which is really lit. Uh, it's
0: their, their Twitter is really it's good. It's really great. Their
1: Twitter <laughs> is very awesome. And speaking of the DPW and events, there's a series of meetings about the Inman Square redesign that um, we we uh, got going through our city council order and we requested that uh, the DPW explain a little bit more about the design and uh, what, why they didn't choose the design that people were ad- advocating for. Uh, it's a lot of complex knowledge. I think we sat through some of these pre- presentations. I and, sat
0: through two of them and still didn't understand right. at the end. So I was, I was glad that you put that in as a policy order for the DPW to really have some more community conversations to just make sure that people understand what is going to be happening there. Um, because I think we've mentioned it before on this podcast, there are going to be some major changes in Inman Square and pulling out some trees in Velucci Plaza and kind of moving that plaza to the other side of the street to hopefully do a little place making in Inman Square and make it more friendly for people to come and sit on the sidewalk um, but there's definitely uh, two camps uh on this you know people who really don't want the trees to go away, and you know the d p w has done some really good work and Trying to figure out how to make how to make everyone happy, and um, you know,
1: yeah, there are real implications, you know, of cutting down these mature mature trees. It takes a while for a new one to grow, so I think, uh, you know, I, I I do have good faith in our city staff to figure out the the best solution, and uh, hopefully, you know, our, we can get the two camps more aligned in the future. Let's see.
0: And I think, it, you know, a lot of this is about understanding and communicating. Um, right. Because as uh, as we were just saying, we we went to several meetings where we had actually, you know, smaller group meetings and I still didn't understand why the the alternative concept wasn't going to work. So I think these are going to be important um, and I hope that you can attend.
1: They'll be having an open house tomorrow night uh, at, uh, it's on Hampshire Street, the D B T W office starting at five. So you can drop in. And then on March 7th, they'll have a uh, community presentation at the high school. Right. So we can mention something about this next week as well. Cool.
0: So as we mentioned earlier, it's the last day of February today, which means we've officially been in office for two months which I find really crazy. It went really fast. And I don't know about you, but I, you know, I run into people every single day and they ask me, so how, you know, what's it like being on the city council? Is it, you know, exciting? And I kind of always give this like really generic answer, which is, um, I'll I'll give it to you. It's, oh, it's been really great. Um, there's been a lot to catch up on and it's really busy. Uh, but I think the truth is for me, uh, a little bit more complicated than that. So I just wanted to give, Talk to you a little bit about your experience so far, and um, what's been surprising, and um, what you know you feel like is the best part.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great, great question. Well, first, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary. Almost uh, <laughs> tomorrow, we have to celebrate. You know, I agree with you. I think uh, you know, it, I love this job. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I we, I think you know uh, how I feel. It's it's such a privilege to do what we get to do. Um, to be able to help people yeah. uh you know do you really have that capacity um you get to you know m- you're with people all day long all day long, and so that that can be trying, you know, and sometimes you can't always help
0: um yeah, and I would say that you are I'm constantly with people all day long, but i I guess the most surprising thing for me is how isolating that can feel, even yeah. though you're with people all day long it's um it can be very isolating because people have different feelings that you're trying to navigate and people have very strong feelings about you know this subject but not this subject and so for me the last few months has been trying to figure out how to still be myself and still engage with people and create relationships when some of the some of what's happening is navigating so many feelings
1: yeah and it's a lot of you're still getting to know people and it's this environment where you have this open meeting law. So we can't always talk to each other either. And uh, I think that stifles relationships. And so, you know, I'm, I'm so lucky I have you and we, we get to talk, but it is something where we don't get to, you know, talk to each counselor uh, all the time because everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's so busy. And uh, I just wish there were more opportunities to get to know each other a little bit too yeah uh and you know i want i want people to know who i am uh you know i'm you you know i'm a funny person and (laughs) i like to laugh and do fun things but i'm also very serious but it's 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 this it's you know you have you want to bring your true self to work and and sometimes uh it's it's hard to do that in in politics
0: it's hard to do that in politics and because you know, this isn't a job we may have forever, right? If there's a time right. end of it, you have this sort of shortened time. So it, it it is a hindrance to actually creating relationships because you know, for the city staff we're, you know, they're getting new people every two years and they're kind of having to adapt to people. And so, you know, as much as I would love to build relationships with, with our city staff that are meaningful, you know, I may not be around in two years. So right. it's hard to create lasting long relationships with people if you feel like you know, it, it's not a job you might have forever. So uh, there's been some really surprising things about having this job, which I I would echo your sentiments. I do love this job and I love that you can really help people right in that moment. Um, you know, I'll just, for an example, you know, we, I, I'm sure this happens to you all the time too. So residents got in touch with me, their house had been sold. You know the six-unit apartment had been sold kind of very quickly, and they were told they had to leave within thirty days. And you know, it's really as a city councilor, you can kind of pull people together and work on that issue. Where you know, as a resident, you can't just call up, you know, the mayor or the you know the head of the community development department or the head of CHA. You know, it's it's amazing that you have this kind of power to help people. And for me, that's why I ran. And I think for you. Too. That was one of the things you really wanted to do was to help uh, people. So that's that's been great for me. But
1: yeah, the constituent services piece of this is great. Um, It's you know you really get to be with people when they're in a really tough moment, Uh, and, and it's great to be there when it's a great moment. But often our offices are getting calls with people who are having housing issues, and you know, oftentimes we have a city that has a lot of resources, but it's about connecting the dots, and I think that's our role. Um, we can help connect the dots for uh, many people
0: yeah even yesterday we were having this conversation with the human rights commission around you know why isn't there a fact sheet for people who are losing their housing that has just all the services when they're open and available what those services provide email information it would be really nice to have kind of this one-stop shop because we have all these we have all these resources that we're sending people to all the time but you know even as a city councilor, it would be nice for me to have to know that i'm sending people in the right direction or you know in the in the right steps right like i don't want to send them to the multi-service center if they should have gone to the cambridge housing authority first and put their name on a list um so i think kind of connecting those dots and those resources is something that you and i are both really excited about doing
1: yeah and you know along the way we get to also work together on some cool stuff
0: yeah definitely um, I would say the other surprising thing for me is I love to talk. I'm a big talker. I don't know you guys probably could tell, <laughs> um, but it is really hard to be in the city council chamber and 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 be on you know have this microphone in front of you and know that you're on TV and people are watching and listening and you don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. So it's really that's been really hard for me is like I'm a big talker and I I feel like I can have a a serious conversation with someone about an issue and have points and think and clear, you know, have clear direction of where I'm going. And then I get in that chair and I'm, I, I'm finding that difficult.
1: And I think there's a difference between how much we talk and how much the men talk. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, just to put that out there, uh, it's something that I've noticed and I like to be concise. Uh, you know, I love to talk. I
0: appreciate your, Cons- yeah. concisivity thank is you is that a word i think so I mean, probably <laughs>
1: not <laughs> uh but i do think uh it's this nature of politics in general i think men take up much more space uh in the dialogue and um no offense to my colleagues but i think it is one of those things i think we are con- we we are very uh, reflective in that way about what we say but i think men don't get well love the mic (laughs) you know and it's this dynamic that i think um you know that's where we you know i don't know that it was a a, a michelle obama said something about this but you know you know supporting each other when we're out in there and i think we've done that a little bit of you know i thank you for your point counselor malin i think you know i think if you weren't there and you know we didn't have also other the two women counselors i think it would be a it'd be hard
0: it it would be. And I think about Denise, Councillor Simmons, um, being on the council as the only woman two terms ago and how difficult that must have been for her. Yeah. Um, so I'm grateful to have to have you and um, Vice Mayor Devereaux and Councillor Simmons there amplifying and really making sure that our voices because we are so concise and so, sort of what we say that, uh, you know, those those comments are amplified.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So that
0: was some real talk.
1: Yeah, I hope uh, our five listeners enjoyed that. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Lisa Peterson.
0: <laughs> yes, we did just find out that our deputy city manager um, has listened to our podcast, so we are we are really excited about that. So, yeah, thanks,
1: Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. I hope uh, <laughs> more staff will listen <laughs> and more city officials will listen.
0: Um, so we do have some other really exciting updates.
1: Yeah, we uh, completed our successful sock drive, and you know what? We nailed that police department. We
0: really crushed it, and I, I, like, am not even being quiet about this. I'm not even trying to be, like, humble about it. In your face, police department. Seriously. We did it.
1: They collected about 200 pairs, and we collected uh, over 700.
0: 700 pairs. I mean, that is a lot. I mean, you know, almost 1,000 pairs of socks in just like just a week
1: it's incredible and so now we don't have to face that physical agility exam (laughs) could you have imagined
0: no, and actually, I think I was so nervous about it that I, 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 did work really hard to make sure that we didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah, thank you to our city council colleagues who also <laughs> uh, helped us with that. At first, they were like, "What? We're not doing a physical agility exam," and we had to clarify it was just us it was too. Just us.
0: Well, so people have asked us now that we now that we won, like, why? So, what does the police department have to yeah. do? Yeah, we really missed an opportunity. We really there.
1: did. We should have gotten something from the police.
0: Like, I can you imagine if we had. Bet them that Commissioner Bard and Superintendent Elo would have had to sit in our seats like on a Monday night and and be city councilors.
1: Oh I my mean, God! They, I could just like look at them, you know, at at our chambers and not knowing who to what to do. <laughs> I'd They'd love it, big book.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> oh, but actually, would we have to be in Commissioner Bard's seat talking about medical marijuana?
1: Oh God! Ugh, that's see, another topic.
0: That's another topic for another week. But um,
1: a lot on that. <laughs>
0: Well, so that's that's kind of our show for the week. We hope that you've enjoyed it, and um...
1: yeah, we'll we'll be back next week, and we'll get into some of the council debates and around housing that we're having. Uh, we'll have a council meeting on Monday where we'll be talking about things like the right of first refusal, incentive zoning, and so uh, you know, stay tuned for that. We also wanted to recommend another podcast. Uh, it's Backyard Media, uh, and they just uh, did a version on housing oh, that's affordable yes, housing. on affordable housing in Cambridge so we'll post it to Twitter uh, as well and uh, you know also tweet other things uh, I'm at Sumbul Sid S-U-M-B-U-L-S-I-D-D
0: and I'm at A-M-Mallon M-A-L-L-O-N so tweet at us or um, I've, I've listed or I tweeted out today some of the things that we've talked about so that you can easily find them
1: yeah so we look forward to being back next week and you know uh, have a have a great weekend everyone
0: have a great weekend
1: whenever you listen to this
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know it's like only wednesday i'm like have a good weekend yeah i think like
1: i'm thinking like people are going to be downloading this right now right after we moments people are
0: dying because we weren't here last week yeah and i think you know absence does make the heart grow yeah we
1: want people to know we're still friends we're still doing this
0: yep (laughs) that's important yeah but so yeah come back next week we look forward to talking to you then
1: see you soon Bye. bye